3: And welcome to a Saturday morning, very special Saturday morning. We lead into Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all you dads. And we've got a, a a coinciding of a couple of events. Not only is it Father's Day weekend, it is the full moon weekend. If you took a look at that big bright white object in the sky, and things could get very interesting. <laughs> well, maybe you're going to be spending some time fishing with dad. I hope you get to do that. If not fishing, just spend some time with him if nothing else greeting card, uh, send him a little text, or maybe a great person-to-person phone call would be wonderful. Dads always love to hear from their kids. All right, good luck to those offshore anglers. we got a couple of events going on on this Father's Day weekend. The Emerald Coast Blue Marlin Classic taking place over in Alabama along the Gulf Coast. And we've got people competing uh, in the Louisiana Billfish Classic. That's at Hurricane Hole in Grand Isle and We've got a pretty full summer schedule of events. We'll be passing along some dates and times and locations for you there. I have an important update from Stevensville for those of you who are freshwater fishermen, fishing in that area north of Morgan City. I wanted to pass along, this came in from Larry Dwaran from Dwaran's Landing on Highway 70 in Stevensville, uh, he wanted us to let you know the boat ramps are finally reopened. There is a no-wake rule in effect, and there's a lot of those in effect down in that basin due to high water. And exercise caution, uh, be careful, but I uh, just wanted to pass that along. If you want to use the Dwaron's Landing, they do have the boat ramps back open. High water, yeah, it's still problematic for most of our coastal areas. i uh, got reports and some video. Venice roads are covered with water down there. Had some video sent in of algal blooms that are starting to pop up. Hot weather nutrients into a saltwater environment means trouble Uh, it's deadly to fish and shellfish Uh, in fact over in florida they've got a red tide going on right now and they have actually changed their speckled trout fishing season it's limited now to just catch and release only over there a lot of fish and seafood are being displaced in southeast louisiana it's forcing the targeting of some other species that are not affected and uh, as you hear these reports, yeah, there are some trout being caught in most areas. Some areas doing very good that's not river water affected. But there are some folks that are just targeting different species like those redfish. They are off the charts this year, just about all across the Gulf Coast. Uh, we've also got, uh, you know, Bayou Wild TV episode. I'm going to preview this in a little while, but one of the most popular features we've done, the show's been on about a year and a half now, and one of the most popular features that we have done is, going to, is airing right now on the shows, and I'll give you some times and channels where you can find that. All right, it also it took eight months, but an alleged summertime unlicensed Louisiana deer hunter finally charged with violations that began on the Delta National Wildlife Refuge down at the mouth of the Mississippi River and ended in Alabama. It's our bad boys of the outdoors tale. For this weekend, also our coastal marine forecast coming up. Your text messages, we love to get them eight seventy eight seventy. Want to ask you this question: What was the best Father's Day present you ever gave your dad, the one he really appreciated the most, or which one did uh, you receive from your kids? And maybe we can give some last-minute shoppers some ideas on that. Also, what's the, your dad's favorite game or fish dish recipe? Like to hear that we got a lot of stuff coming up on More Outdoors too. We're going to be talking to Julie Grunwald. That name sounds familiar. She is a former CCA lady staffer. She's now the director, the new director for Hunters for the Hungry, and they've got some messages to pass along. We're also going to talk to Jay Vice, Second Harvest Food Bank, about helping the needy. Also, catch you up on the latest on the Red Snapper quota. The figures are in through last week. And we'll take a look at the results of some of last weekend's Tournaments, including that Saint Bernard Parish Redfish Tournament, the Cup, uh, husband and wife team won that. We congratulate them and give you some more details on that. We love to get your questions, comments. Uh, you can text us eight seven zero eight seven zero. Comes right into the studio. Special trips, memories with Dad. We'd love to hear from you this morning. We'll be right back. Let me give you the coastal marine forecast before we get to the break. Uh, if you're going on, but I got to tell you, if I were going to write a script for a forecast, this is it. Only thing, I might like the wind out of the southeast instead of due south, but it's light, 5 to 10 knots, which means 1 to 2 foot seas offshore, both today and tomorrow. Strong tide range, 1.5 foot tide range, and only a 30% chance of rain today, 20% tomorrow. Does not get much better than that. I'm sure the boat ramps are going to be crowded, get down there early. We'll get a bait check on the situation down in St. Bernard. I know that's been kind of touch and go for the last several weeks. Robbie Campo standing by, back with his report right after this timeout. And let's check in with Robbie Campo down at Shell Beach. Campo's marina is the place. Robbie, what a gorgeous weekend, huh? The forecast, if it holds up, is gorgeous and perfect for fishing.
2: Yeah, I tell you, Don, it's uh it's been a it's been a good week, man. Uh yesterday the wind blew a little bit. Uh, after around 10 o'clock, the wind started to ramp up a little bit. It got rough out there, but for the most part, during the week, man was just an incredible trout week uh, uh, you know from Anastasia to Long rocks oh, uh, you know to Elwha, going out to uh, Central, going east uh, to curlew Freemason. It was just a phenomenal week out there. Um, you know, uh, I think the guys will be able to get out to get some snappers today. Uh, should be able to if it uh, if the ground swells aren't too bad from yesterday because it did blow it blew about fifteen mile an hour yesterday during the day. Uh we got a power outage down here that we've been dealing with since two something this morning. But we, but we we got the we got yeah there's no lights nowhere from the junction coming down <clears throat> no Delacroix, no we're
1: all out of power right now.
2: And uh it's 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 a little bit crazy. Uh, are counting Trump with a headlight. So, <laughs> 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 to say the least, it's chaotic. Uh, but we got, we got all our customers out. So, uh, um, that's, that's the, that's the good part about it, I guess. <clears throat> um, but if you're coming down here, look, you, you, you can't fit, pick a better weekend to come. I don't believe this is, it's just going to be a, you know, a great weekend. Now, we are hosting the, uh, today, we do have a rodeo here today. So, we, uh, hosted the, um, uh, Knights and Nemesis hook a kid on fishing rodeo. It's a good time. If, if y'all bring the kids out, register for this thing. Come on out and take the kids fishing, and
0: <clears throat>
2: get, they'll get a they'll get a fishing pole and a and a, and a party package for sure. You know for coming. Um, but anyway, uh, but that's what we got going on, Don.
3: Well, that sounds good, and that uh, Knights and Nemesis has come a long way. I remember when that one first started several years mm-hmm. ago, and it's grown to be a really popular event, and people really do look forward to it, and they they got a nice little way in and all planned down there, so I want to invite people to stop by there. Um, so from your report, the locations you gave for the speckled trout, it seems like you got to run, obviously because of the river water in close. you got to get outside, but there's plenty of redfish in close if you want to do that. But, boy, if those winds, if that forecast is accurate, and I wanted speckled trout. I would head out. Now the snapper you talked oh, about—where were they no catching those snapper?
2: <clears throat> well, they were from uh, I, 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 well, block forty-one going out. You know, um, and I tell you, the truth, Don. Um, these guys—they don't tell you exactly where they were, but <laughs> I know some people went. No, they might give people you a... Some people went east. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They were just they were—they were, they were yeah. catching them in anywhere from forty feet of water to. To 75, 80 feet of water, all you wanted, you know. So, um, you could pick your rig in between that depth of water. And just go. I don't go out there. I, don't, I tell you the truth, I don't, I don't go out there. I stay away from all that. When you pass up land and I can't see it no more, I turn around. <laughs> I'm like, go out there? I have no reason to be yeah. out there. Not, not at all. But uh, yeah. Uh, but far as redfish goes, look, I mean, they, they caught redfish right across the channel here in Old Beach Bay, right in a crack of the rocks, going to the lake. That Duluth Canal's been on fire with redfish in the morning, um, up till around nine thirty, ten o'clock is when they quit. But they, but it doesn't matter. If you got live bait, a dead bait, a plastic. Redfish have been eating up at at the old what old bridge used to cross by the pilots but the Duluth Canal by the lake. Uh, it, mm-hmm. You know, it's just been it's been crazy with redfish bites. The bass are picking up. Um, I wasn't catching many bass, and then all of a sudden. Now the bass uh, had a guy yesterday caught fifteen right across the ship channel along the rocks here going towards the going towards the gas plant, uh, but on the north side of the channel. So so bass fishing's picking up. Uh, so I mean, look, you can throw a mixed bag together for sure. If you're, you know, ain't no reason not to get out. So get your head out of bed and come on down.
3: Yeah, and Robbie, I want to remind people. You know, a lot of people don't realize that that snapper season is Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays only is when you can keep them. So. You know, it's just a weekend. Uh, yeah, weekend well, you're right. You're right. You're, yeah, so you're anyway, just right. want to remind people, because, you know, a lot of people not familiar with fishing snapper. Being there in that close and 40 feet of water, a lot of small boats are going to be able to get out and take advantage of that. But you got to do it on the three-day weekends only for the snapper. And, you know, those rigs, that you don't have to lose sight of land, Robbie. If you go up by <laughs> the islands and you you hug that coastline, you go to those some of those first rigs you get to off of the lower Breton Sound area. Off of Breton Island, uh, you can catch snapper, you catch mangroves, you can catch red snapper, all kind of stuff in there when the water's right.
2: Well, if I'm if I'm correct, I think you could catch snappers all during a week. Through, I mean, uh, mango snappers during a week at when I was red, right? Oh yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Right. You, you, you can you fish you them any Right, 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 right. So right. there's plenty of. Those I didn't out have there, anybody too. go. I didn't have anybody. Yeah, matter of fact, I did. I had one boat go fish those yesterday. Uh, it did really well. Yeah. Well, um, uh, my cat Mark Munson fished yesterday. So, but uh, anyway, um, yeah. I mean, look, make that left at the bridge. Come on down, and see us, and have a good time, and we'll get you fishing.
3: Well, I hope you get we'll your lights back, That flashlight <laughs> dipping for shrimp could be tough, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, they said 5:30, but I don't know. I don't. I'm not buying that. Dude. I think a car hit a pole or you. something. So, we, but all right, guys. That's all so it hope takes. We'll see y'all next week. Talk to you next week. Yeah.
3: All right, Robbie Campos, Shell Beach Marina down at Campos Marina. Coming back after this. Tofield Bourgeois, <clears throat> he's on the other side of the river from Robbie. We'll find out what he's been up to. I think he's back from the West Coast. He made a escape, one of those uh, sneak trips, I don't know, last week. He called us, I think he was in Portland, Oregon. All right, we'll be right back and find out where the heck he is right after this timeout. It's Father's Day. Got a message for Dad? Text us, eight seven We'll be right back after this three-minute pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, and, uh, Kenny, if you'll just hang in there a little while, i got a really good report to answer your question about the fishing for that spot you wanted. We'll get to that in a little bit. But right now i got Captain Tofield Bourgeois hanging around somewhere. Captain Toe, what's going on down <laughs> in Lafitte this week?
0: Uh, we're doing it, because we're doing it. So it's uh, Saturday morning. Looks good. No lightning, no rain. Looks good. Good fishing report. So uh, no car. All right. Everything's double thumbs up on the golf coast. So that's good, man. I'm as happy as to you no know, weather. So just check the wind out there. Look, okay, I got a little breeze blowing for me on the outside around the island. So I've been, uh, been hanging out there since I got back from my little uh, West Coast journey out there. And um, i done all right. Pick up a few redfish, uh, yeah. a few trout. The biggest one so far thought, this week was about six and a half. So uh six and a half on top of the time. So That was my favorite. It was a little short break like, early morning when we first met. And, uh, uh, I let it swim. So that one's still out there. So I was looking for a big fish. <laughs> Not enough, man. Just uh, just one. You know, just a couple from that was it. Then went back to plastic and uh, still catching, you know, catching, earning them. Walking, doing a lot of walking, moving around. it. river water's definitely still around. It ain't gonna go away for no time soon. I mean, it's gonna be uh, another month and a half, or maybe maybe the whole year might be dealing with it out there. I don't know if it's ever gonna truly really clear up like we would like to see it, but uh. We'll see, Don. See what's going on in that part. For us, like in the Bayous, uh, doing good. Everybody catching a lot of redfish inside. Uh, a couple of boats went out yesterday. I think we had, I think we had 13 boats roll yesterday, and uh, I think we have 12 today. And uh, 12, besides everybody else, is headed down to the, to the Gulf Coast, putting in right now. But um, uh, the trout doing okay. Gotta go way south, close to Grand Isle, catching a few trout. Still catching a lot of, say, a lot of numbers before you keep a bunch in the box. So kind of. The average was like uh, a 10 four, keep one. So it's just uh, when you got spots like that, you got to keep moving. So you find your, find your better spot. So uh, look around, see what's going on. And before the winds pick up too crazy, I'm, I'm actually light. I got right now, I got maybe three miles an hour, south, southeast right now in, in here. But I'm sure Barrett Tower Bay is probably pushing five to seven, when about 830 when a sea breeze hits. I'm sure it'll be up to. Ten to 12s i I'm sure it'll it'll get up there. But uh take your time, look around. They got some birds working. For, you know, find some birds. If you if you're a trout person, I would stay away from the birds. I'd stick with the with the oysters. Man, go throw some top water, some Don't try to get out the wind, find your current line, see what's going on. Try to try to just find a pot of mullets and just work them. Take your time. Don't don't expect the ice chest full of a big trout when you're fishing top water. Just expect having a having a good time. You know, seeing uh Seeing what's what, and it's, it's all about your expectations. So, uh, playing ass has been kind of working, playing shrimp, you know. So, uh, if you're fishing redfish, spoons have been great. If you're getting the moth, uh, spinner blades, you know, all that's been working fairly good, but it seems like it always goes back to shrimp. So, uh, dead shrimp on the popping cause of all else fails by ten thirty, eleven o'clock. again, you ain't got nothing, maybe it's time to drown some little, some little shrimp, some little stink crickets. So I'm sure you you've been there, Don. where you gotta go, oh, go yeah. play with that <laughs> I Had a guy with me well, yesterday. Well. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna test your memory on this, Don. I don't know. He uh, said 15 years ago, he was at boat launch. You know, it was uh, you, Dudley Dudley, a couple other people. Y'all going to do a show. And he said, you might want to ask Don. This is I'll ask him on air. <laughs> he said, it, uh, everybody was standing around waiting. He said, you forgot the boat key. You remember that trip? they getting the boat keys to go do a show with keys. Dudley now. Yeah, they were at the dock it was about fifteen years ago in Mandeville, Mandeville launch.
3: I said, "Well, I'll ask Don ask I about it. it happens. I've done. Who, Whose who's who's boat was? He didn't remember what boat it was. You know, no, I can remember uh, a trip out of Mandeville fifteen years ago that was off the charts. It was me, Dudley, Captain Diego Hagen, Hill Wagner. And I'm not sure if we had the black cloud with us or not. We might have. Oh, it. It was yeah, was was. He Everybody. Everybody. Well, that's probably why the key got lost or left. The black <laughs> cloud was there. But the fishing was phenomenal. Everybody except me had lost all their fishing tackle in the storm. So I had to supply everybody with rods and reels and stuff. And we killed them. There were birds working in Lake Pontchartrain, which isn't often. and underneath them were big speckled trout, redfish. It was one of the best fishing trips and the most memorable ones I've ever been on. But I kind of forgot the part about losing the key, but that's kind of coming back to me. I think (laughs) Rasponi had something to do with that.
4: That sounds appropriate. Let me ask you a question. Let me
3: ask you a question. This came up in discussion Uh -uh. the other day. People were talking about when they surf fishing, and this was down around the Grand Isle area, that their reels get all clogged up with the salt and the sand and and bogged down once they get them. And they wanted to know what was the best reel if there was one specifically made. And I said, the best thing to do is keep it out of the water. You know, A lot of people just like to dunk them, and you keep doing that, and that's it. They're over. What do you use? What is your favorite reel for fishing in the surf, knowing it's going to get wet and get salt and sand?
0: Right. Well, honestly, man, I haven't found it. I'm still looking for it. I use every brand out there. It don't exist. So here's the solution. Uh, on the left hand side, your your you're reel on the gearbox side. You one one eighth hole right below the handle. I got some video on my side about this. Go one eight hole. Keep your time. Don't hit the gears. Bust right through the the side panel. Every has to take it apart every time, and twice a day use this thing to death with lubricant because it's the only way I'm keeping. I was going to about fifty reels a year. Now I'm down to about maybe twenty. You know, but you got to keep it lubricated. So WD-40 is just a water displacement. That's all it is. So it just it's a thin all, and I spray them twice a day, and it's the only thing keeping me alive is by drilling this one eighth hole. So, look on my website. You got some back loop. I can repost it, but it's basically showing how to drill a hole and how to how to just gr- lube it up. You know, so that's uh the key thing, man. It's just uh, you got to do it. You know, if you want to you want to survive, I'm not to like, keep your fish with your hands over your head. You know, that's <laughs> the best God. advice. Keep that reel out the water, right. man. But yeah, yeah, check out that video on the. See what's going on But yeah Definitely guys New Orleans com, You can check it out See what's happening over there I'll repost this uh, video And we kind of talked about it You know So that would be a good thing yeah, And uh, good. definitely on Tuesday Man, Tofield Tuesday At 6.30 I can check it out On Facebook See what's going out. Remember Cajun Life On YouTube So in the, the old fashioned way Which is the 504-341-561 Follower The Josie Josie Hotline Man, give us out. And And uh, yeah Check it out And uh, we'll be looking For y'all out there And uh, everybody be safe And courteous
3: Man, you know, I'm hoping maybe a, a real manufacturer representative is listening in and maybe somebody yeah. will come up with one that completely seal. I think if you had good tight seals on a reel and keep that stuff out of there, some kind of way, yeah, it, man, it would it's sell off the charts. Man, that would find its
0: way. Yeah, it finds its Until way.
2: Until then, we'll, we'll, drill,
3: we'll drill holes and use and we'll buy go a holes. lot of D- WD-40. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, All definitely. right, so go definitely. get them, buddy. See All you man, next we'll week. Yeah.
2: Right.
3: There he goes. The Padonkadonk man, that's what he loves to throw. But every now and then, got to go with plan S, he calls it shrimp. All right, coming back after this. Your text messages, some calendar items, stuff you and I love to talk about every Saturday morning. Happy Father's Day to you dads. Be right back after this. All right, we're getting some text messages in. They're kind of slow. Maybe it's got something to do with being Father's Day, or maybe a lot of people are really busy trying to take advantage of these good fishing conditions, but it's 870-870. Take a look at our calendar. If you're a bill fisherman a bill fish chaser, we got some tournaments coming up. The Emerald Coast Blue Marlin Classic, that's going to be June 19th through 23rd in Destin, Florida. And then the Blue Marlin Grand Championship of the Gulf, that's going to be July 9th through 14th at the Orange Beach section in Alabama. And we got the big golden Meadow Fouchon Tarpon Rodeo. Got something for everybody in this one. That's uh, as traditional, the 4th of July weekend. It actually kicks off with the uh, – they actually have a golf tournament tied in on Wednesday, July 3rd. And then the fishing begins on the 4th, continues through Friday, and Saturday night is when it all ends up with a big awards ceremony down there in Grand Isle. All right, uh, right after the station identification pause, we'll get to some of your messages, reports, questions, comments, Father's Day wishes, Father's Day gift ideas. What was the best gift you ever got as a dad or gave to your dad, 870-870. We're back to take a look at those messages right after we pause 10 seconds to let us local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don DeBuque, Radio Network. All right, and Justin uh, in in is up first. He's wishing a happy Father's Day. He's going to be playing Frisbee at Audubon Park. And I guess these are great conditions for Frisbee throwing. Boy, i got to get my dog Smokey a Frisbee. I think she'll love that. She is doing so good on her retrieving. She's in here in the uh, broadcast studio at St. Hubert, sleeping right now. All right, here's one uh, from Kenny. Want to know how the fishing is on Grand Isle and Elmer's Island. Uh, early in the week, it was off the charts. i got to imagine it's still as good with the tide moving and the light winds, Kenny. Uh, there's birds working off that island, and there was some beautiful speckled trout underneath them. So uh, we'll get a full report with Daryl Carpenter. Stay with us. He comes on right before the top of the hour. We'll have him on. Here's one good morning from Lower Plackham in Snapper Season's full swing. Had a 12-year-old reel in a 25-pounder from 400 feet of water by himself. Snapper, group of sword, fishing, or the mission today. Have a good one, everyone. Oh, that's from co-host Martha Spencer. Yeah, she's fishing again then. They went out yesterday. Uh, glad to see you finally got some good weather, Martha. And congratulations, 12 years old with a 25-pound snapper in 400 feet of water by himself. I uh, bet he slept well last night. <laughs> Here's one. Good morning, Don. I have switched to Penn Clash for kayak use. They've got good deals, always dry, and clean of salt when serviced. Another is the pen spinfisher series kayak use is not as bad as surf fishing but still plenty hard on reels yes it is and that comes from our friend the lafayette yakker and uh justin the duck guy boy you got to be lonely this time of the year huh well it's not that far before it's teal season he's heading to work instead of on the water well you know justin the duck guy my uh my definition of work that's that thing we do so we can afford to hunt and fish. That's that's my description of work. All right, uh, some other items coming up. Uh, a lot of you are, are really getting involved in the Flyway Federation, uh, newest uh, waterfowl conservation and hunter's rights organization. Uh, uh, Josh Goins is the founder of that, and he's been on the radio with us several times. We're putting together a series of town hall meetings, and these will be open to the public to kind of hear what, what they have to say Uh, they believe that there's some practices that are being allowed legally uh, in the northern part of the flyways that are affecting the southern migration and there's a lot of evidence pointing to that and they are going to be discussing that at their town hall meetings i have a list of them all across the state first one's going to be july 11th 630 that is for the northeast that's going to be up in munro at the barack shrine temple
1: then on july
3: 18th there's the southwest meeting That will be at Prien Lake, the Harbor's Edge Pavilion, and the Calcasieu Room. It's on West Prien Lake Road in Lake Charles. That's at 630 on July the 18th. uh, That will be followed. And this is not complete. He's got some other ones he's putting together. But the Acadiana Town Hall meeting, 630 July 25th at the Vermilion Performance Center on Fisher Road in Lafayette. Uh, North Shore meeting is going to be at 630 August the 1st at the Rufus Viner Memorial Center. That's in Slidell. And that, again, 6.30, August 1st. And uh, if you want to check out the Flyway Federation, they've got a website, Facebook page. Get some more details from them. All right, coming back from this, uh, let's see if we can get a hold of somebody out west. Let's talk to Captain Kirk uh, Stansel with the Hackberry Rod and Gun, see what the fishings like out in his area. We'll be trying to do that right after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we want to report from the west out in the Big Lake area. We'll check in with Captain Kirk, Kirk Stansel, Hackberry Rod and Gun. Kirk, uh, we got a beautiful weather forecast, uh, light winds from the south, uh, good tide range, full moon out there. It's Father's Day weekend. Uh, can you give us some quick hot spots, if there are any out there, where somebody might pick oh, up man, some redfish, yeah, speckled trout, we'll,
1: clowning? Yeah, we've had a good week this week, Don. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, a lot of birds working in West Coast uh, with decent deep trout. There's a lot of schools, especially uh, up on the north end of the cove where the, the trout are real small. Uh, so you need to be more in the middle south part of West Coast. A lot of birds working, going soft plastic, you know, and just, when you get on them. Uh, but has been a lot of folks in there, just be patient and wait throughout the day, you'll end up getting on some. The and then working the south end of the Big Lake, there's been a few fish, but there's that Quite a few nice trout. It's, uh, it's looking good. It's been real good
3: this weekend. But the redfish is slow. Not a lot of redfish coming in. Well, Kirk, uh, I got some reports that there were some problems with a lot of fresh water. Do you have to avoid those areas? And where are those areas where the fresh water is affected? I'm,
1: I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time hearing you, Don.
3: Yeah, it sounds like the enterprise is about to crash. I don't know what's <laughs> going on over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm idling out on my charter right now. We're picking head out, and, uh, but uh, yeah, we have had a lot of fresh water. We greened up pretty good a couple weeks ago, and then uh, I guess it was a week ago Wednesday we had eight inches of rain that night. It had a really bad storm, and it freshened us up. But Kirk, I'm going to let you go, but before you go get the contact information if somebody needs to get a hold of you. All right, Don, it's uh, 888-762-3391, Hackberry, Rod, Gun.
3: spell out the word, and .com. Go to our live camp And day happy. I'm sure we will. And uh, you and your brothers and everyone have a happy Father's Day weekend down there, my friend.
1: Thank you, Don, and happy
3: Father's Day to you too and all your listeners. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Captain Kirk. Uh, Starship Enterprise, I hope it's okay. (laughs) Got some communication problems with some crack, snap, snap, crackle, and pop, I believe is how they say it. All right, let me get to some text messages that are coming in. Uh, Chance Castillo from St. Tammany wants to know about anything going on with the Wrigley's. Mike Gallo's at your service. Uh, We'll check out with him. I I would think for this weekend, if you're talking about underneath the passes at the bridge in the passes of Wrigley's, at tide at 1.5 is going to be too much moving water there to hung the bottom tight. But we'll find out if maybe uh, if you come off of the wrigglies, maybe something's happening there. I would not suspect trout, although there's some little pockets of good water moving around Pontchartrain. And if you find those, people are picking up some speckled trout. But outside of that, it's pretty much limited to white trout, redfish, sheep's head, drum. All right, here's one uh, from someone who wanted to give a shout-out to his Uncle Max. He's joining them fishing today. He's bad luck. He's not the best fisherman. <laughs> oh, well, that's not saying much for Uncle Max. So if we could get a good luck, I'd appreciate it. You know, I have a guy like that. He's he's always bad luck. Whenever we go, you know, things happen. You know, people forget plugs. They forget keys to the boat. Uh, the this rainstorms, so the sky opens up from clear blue to black clouds. I think a lot of people know who he is. Pledge took Uncle Max out there, and maybe we can turn that around. Good luck to you and your crew. Uh, Here's one from Pete. Six divers heading offshore from Freshwater City. It is snapper time, he says. Yeah, and boy, if Martha Spencer's listening, she loves to get down there and shoot those fish, too. Uh, Oh, he says, oops, five divers. I hope something didn't happen to one of them. He says, bless God, America. I think he meant God bless America. Uh, Pete, did you, did you have a few last night? Uh, are you okay? Get a cup of coffee for you, Dive down there and shoot those snappers. All right, let me get back to some of these uh, items that I have for you coming up a little bit later on. This one's a ways off, but I want to get the information out early. It's a great, worthwhile event. It's the uh, Patrick Taylor. Patrick F. Taylor is putting on their first inaugural fishing rodeo. It's going to be Saturday, August 17th at Nick's Marina. Uh, $25, and that gets you a weigh-in, a rodeo shirt, Weigh-in is going to be at 2 o'clock, and if you need more information, talk to Coach Kagans, and his number is 504-729-0489. We also have another one that's a ways down the road, and this is going to be in October, but boy, they're planning early on this one. This is uh, an effort together by CCA and Art and Vicky's at the dock. It's going to be the Captain John Rogers Memorial Fishing Tournament, Saturday, October 5th, and boy, that usually is a beautiful weekend. And uh, it's going to be at the uh, 118 Harborview Court in Slidell. You can find out more information about getting registered in the categories at WeHeartVeterans.org. That's WeHeartVeterans.org. All right, coming back after this, we're going to get to Daryl Carpenter. Boy, he sure made my week. I was in the office all busy in front of the computer one morning, and here comes some videos on my iPhone. It's Darrell Carpenter and some customers, waylaying some big beautiful mule trout off the Elmer's Island area down in Grand Isle. We'll get that full report. Uh, Whoever that was that checked in earlier, Kenny, I believe it was, we got the report on Grand Isle. It's been one of the hottest spots for speckled trout in the state all year and continues to be so. Back with his report after this timeout. And there's been a lot of Mississippi River water plaguing southeast Louisiana, uh, bringing in some nutrients but also causing some problems with algal blooms, fish and seafood displacement, and other problems with high water and denying access. But Grand Isle has kind of been the shining star, located pretty much in the central part of the state, not so nearly as affected. In fact, it may be benefit froming that. And uh, the speckled trout fishing there has been very, very good for the last several weeks, actually a couple of months. Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com, joins us now. And, Daryl, I know you had at least one good day in the water because I saw the video as it continued, and what's going to happen this weekend? Oh, dude,
4: Don, we, we had several good days this past week, but it's all weather dependent. I mean, the weather let us do it uh, this weekend. That's, that's going to be shot now for a few days. when I, We've got a full 13 to 15 blowing on us now, and that beach is way too rough, the surf's way too rough. Everything's going to be condensed to the inside for the next several days.
3: Well, the forecast must be wrong because they were calling for light 5 to 10, but down there on the island is blowing. Hopefully it will maybe lay down a little bit later on in the day when the sun gets up good and high. But for fishing the backside, what are you suggesting?
4: Well, it, it all depends, Don. I mean, it, you know, it, the, I'm fishing the same place all of my boats fished yesterday. We're going to start off here this morning. I had three boats here. They were spaced out 150 yards apart, the ones on each end. The only bite they had was on croakers. The one in the middle said he couldn't get a fish to bite a croaker. He caught all the fish on shrimp. So, you know, the, these fish have a mind of their own. They, they play little silly games with us, and you gotta you got to hunt it out. But you're going to have to stay somewhere that's wind protected. And judging from the storms that I'm seeing pop up behind me on, in the bay, you you know, you're going to want to stay somewhere where you're, you're, you're going to keep an escape route. Um, it, it might not look like much on your radar, but trust me, it's a uh, – it's got a little tail trying to drop out of it right now, but um, you know you're gonna to want to stay close and you're just gonna to have to go for bear. I mean, you got to go loaded like I say every week. You you know, unfortunately, welcome to our world. You gotta you gotta go with croaker, shrimp, pogies, and everything else that that you got in your arsenal because you never know any given day what these fish want. Um, there's been some really good fish caught close to the island on the backside, just not the numbers that we've been doing on the beach. I mean, some, some really good keeper fish, but like I said, it's just not the numbers. And that's going to be done probably for three days, I guess, from the forecast I'm looking at. Um, and then once it gets back out there, I mean, it's been – our practice out there has been we've just been freelining pogies. Uh, if you put it on the bottom, there's a whole lot of catfish, a whole lot of hardheads. You put it under a cork, the fish didn't seem to want to touch it. But if you free it and let it just swim around down there just off the bottom, I did not try a sliding car. I started the time when the bite slowed down on us, and, and before I could get it done, the bite picked back up as we were free-lining it, so I just stuck with that. But today, you know, just have every every kind of bait you think you might need and stick close get to oyster reefs or anywhere that's protected from the south wind that's pounding us right now.
3: Now, the old saying, when you go to war, you bring every weapon you got. Uh, You know, I I guess what you're getting down there is from those pop-up storms. There's about a 30% chance, and I guess you were lucky enough to catch it. But it could be that those storms will, when they pass, that wind will subside in them. But I don't know if it would be enough time where somebody could get out and things calm back down, you know, after those blows come through.
4: Yeah, and that's the problem, Don, is yesterday, I mean, the wind started blowing yesterday, and that chased them off the beach. Uh, Everybody, you know, I say everybody, the majority of the folks that were on the beach yesterday had to abandon it early because it got real choppy out there. But uh, but today, I just – I don't think it's going to be accessible at all unless you try to do it in an offshore boat. Um, it just – you know, it's just way – the wind's blowing. I woke up this morning, my wind gauge, which is somewhat protected from a south wind, uh, was showing a sustained 13. And that was before these storms popped up. So, I, I don't – you know, they're just wrong. I can tell you the wind – you know, it's one of those deals you wake up in the morning, if the rope's wet, it's been raining, If the, you know, if the rope's swinging, the wind's blowing, you know.
3: yeah and you just deal with it and make the best you can and well you've been doing it for a long time you you're kind of getting the hang of it i guess um daryl just real quick i know you haven't done any offshore trips but i know you talk to a lot of people out there that do Uh, what's been going on offshore any lemon fish throwing up with the weekend snapper
4: yeah, uh, the the snapper's been, you know, just a guaranteed thing. The the lemon fish are still coming. That those grass lines kind of moved out, so there hadn't been a whole lot of dolphin. You've been having to go real deep for that. Uh, a whole lot of good grouper catches coming in. Uh, in fact, that's everybody's seeing a lot of the grouper catches coming in, and they coming. I've had a few. I've had a couple of them come by the house this week. Want to know if I if I still got my Bible? You know, with all those GPS numbers on it. I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm ready to get rid of that just yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's classified information. Well, Daryl, thanks yeah. for the report as always. Uh, happy Happy Father's Day to you. I know you'll probably be doing a little bit of celebration tomorrow. And In the meantime, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, tell them all the ways to find you at Real Screamers.
4: And they can find me on your site at DonTheOutdoorsGuide.com. It's RealScreamers.com. Uh, Facebook under the same name, your Real Screamers Guide Service. Or just pick up the phone, 225 937
3: All right, stay dry, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week, my friend. Thank you, Don. Daryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com. All right, coming up next hour, we're going to get a paddler's report. Brendan Bayard joins us from the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Mike Gallo getting some questions about Pontchartrain, Wrigley's areas. Yeah, inundated with fresh water. We'll find out how he's been dealing with that. And Ryan Lambert, his bunch have been catching some speckled trout, probably having a run for them. We'll figure out what he's got going on. And a whole lot more, which you and I love to talk about each and every Saturday morning. Don't forget, send me some text messages, questions, comments, Father's Day gift ideas for father's day favorite game and fish dishes 870 870 back after this
1: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey